This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Oh, no. The little kid's got naked and had lots of sex. Magi. Crawl. Watching the Grumian. Don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 21. Today, we have Kevin. How are you, Kevin? I am well. You're well. My name is Adam. I'm doing well as well. Well as well. Well Ryan, as well. Ryan, how are you? I'm pretty terrible. Ryan's doing terrible. <laughs> as per usual. As usual. Well, we should, with continuity, France lost to Spain today. That's. I think that's what's it's gotten you the, upset. That's one of the many reasons, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. What movie did we have you watch this week, Ryan? George Washington. We had you watch 2000's George Washington. This is in honor of Beasts of the Southern Wild coming out this week. This was directed by David Gordon Green, who you probably know from Pineapple Express and Eastbound and Down and Your Highness and The Sitter. This was his first feature-length film. So uh, before we get your opinion, Ryan, let's go ahead and read the synopsis. According to IMDb, a delicately told and deceptively simple story of a group of children in a depressed small town who band together to cover up a tragic mistake. Now we have a little trailer here, so let's go ahead and listen. This is George Washington. Did you think we were going to be together forever? <sighs> you know, you act like such a little kid. Mike, you're a little eight-year-old running around being goofy. You know, I just can't stand it anymore. What do you want me to say? Don't say nothing. Can I say I'm sorry? Because he acts too much like a little kid. I'm looking for a more mature person. Man, he 13, you 12. Y'all both little kids. What else y'all supposed to act like? I miss having her around, being able to talk to her about my feelings and stuff. I mean, she had this glaze in her eyes. Just made me tingle all over. You see Nazia and George at the park today talking? I mean, it's got its good parts, and then on the other side of the coin, there are the bad parts, too. Ryan, what'd you think? Uh, well, first of all, I need to ask you, do you know what criterion, like, what criteria you have to be to get criterion? <laughs> What's the good? criteria you get on the criterion collection? Yeah. Is that going to influence what you think about the movie? No, I just don't want to feel like a complete moron. I think that means that it's going to influence the way he thinks about <laughs> yeah. this movie. <laughs> no, I'm doing I'm doing this deal. You had to say to see how my score meant up. I think that Criterion bases their decisions just off of the impact that the film has and and how it was made, and I think that it's a group of people probably. <laughs> Yeah, like I think with the, old, 
with the older films, I think you know they mostly go for the classics, must sees, uh, things that are important to the history of cinema, director wise, and stuff like that. And then with the newer movies, I think it's mostly just if the movie doesn't have a proper release, like DVD, that they can come in and get you know the rights for it. But of course, with the newer movies, they still have to be good. You well, know? yeah, of course. And, I mean, the big thing about Criterion is that they're, I think they're, one of their main goals is preservation of film. They get really, really high-quality copies of movies, and they just put out these fantastic sets and stuff. So I think that's another big factor is just film preservation. Yeah. If it's a Wes Anderson movie, it's guaranteed to be on Criterion also. Mostly. I think Mr. Fox wasn't. Not yet. No, and I don't think it will be because I think the studio actually realized that they could make some money off of that DVD. Probably. So they kept it to themselves. I thought maybe it was a numbers game. Numbers mm. game? Like after it got a certain amount of hits at the box office or... No, because I'm pretty sure George Washington made absolutely no money at the box office. No, I'm sure it got a very, very extremely limited run. It it grossed $241,000, and that's it. It was only showed on five screens. So what'd you think, Ryan? I was bored, to tell you the truth. Bored? I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm not saying it was good, but it was fucking boring as shit. As I told you earlier, I had to. I started watching it last night, and I had to turn it off because after a half hour, I was like, "Jesus, I have another hour of this." <laughs> <laughs> so I got up today and I made myself lunch. Now, if you had to give your own synopsis. What would it be? Basically, uh, and this movie is sort of it reminded me of kids, but in the deep south, and it was far less entertaining than kids was. Less entertaining version of kids. <laughs> and southern. Um, Funny. No southern. Oh, and southern. Yes. So this is more southern than kids. Yes. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. It's just a story of how the this group of kids, this group of friends, there's, well, there's like two or three groups of friends, and they sort of all intertwine together at some point in the story, which makes everything come together. But... One of the little kids, actually, uh, he's, like, pushing one of his friends around. And his friend pushes him back. And he slips on water, a puddle of water on a cement floor. And hits his head in the toilet. Or the sink, I'm sorry. And dies. And the... Other little kids, like his friends, they decided that it would be a good idea to put his body in a what I believe is a garbage or a waste disposal plant. 
They stretch everywhere. And they put his body there and hope that no one finds him. And turns out that people do find him. And one of the kids and a girl, they were both like probably 13, a 12. They steal a car to run away from all the drama. And they end up flipping the car, almost dying. And after that, one of the kids decides to confess. And as he's confessing, one of the other kids is making his getaway on a train to some unknown place. And it's in the movie. Okay. I think you about summed it up there. Mm-hmm. Now, uh... If you listen to last week's show, you'll know that Kevin actually reviewed this for his 10 out of 10. So, what are your brief thoughts on George Washington, Kevin? Uh, Number one, I absolutely love the cinematography, which I just noticed something, which is very odd. The cinematographer for this this movie, his name is Tim Orr which he's done pretty much all of David Gordon Green's movies. He's done a couple of other things, uh, like The Baxter, if you remember that movie, which no. I didn't even see, but Sex Drive, apparently. No, I remember that one. Observe and Report. But I just found out that he did the cinematography for Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Apparently, he's, of course, going to be doing the cinematography for Suspiria, which is David Gordon Green's newest film. Well, that was one of the big things that I absolutely loved about George Washington was the cinematography, the the slow motion shots, and just the detail of it. Is I don't know if this is out on Blu-ray, but I would love to see it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I also loved his use of um, voiceover. I, I'm usually not a big fan a voiceover, but I, th- I thought the way that he incorporated it into this movie was essentially like the most perfect way to use voiceover. Yeah, in it a was film. very uh, poetic, very po- poetic voiceover yes. work, and this was all non-actors too. Mm-hmm. All non-actors, well, except for a couple of them. Well, two, I think. Well, by that point, they were probably still considered non-actors in a professional capacity. What did you think of the acting, Ryan? Um, I mean, for being as young as they were in the movie, it's... I thought it was decent for, again, for being as young as they are. I didn't think the acting was great in that movie. That was the one thing that I had some issues with. They, every now and then, they threw up they screw up some lines here and there, but it, to me it adds to the, I guess, the realism. Oh, yeah. Uh, they That is something that they do in that movie where they stumble as if they're, I don't know, maybe a lot of it was ad-libbed. I think it probably was, but there were moments where they would be having conversations and they'd like kind of stumble over words or whatever. 
And that did, that did add to the realism of it. I felt like the the little the little white girl I thought was not very. No, nah, she really yeah, she wasn't. Was, yeah. she, she was uh, definitely the weakest link. She had per- no personality at all. She was like, I felt like she was there to get paid. That's it. I, I'm sure she made a shit ton of money off of this movie. <laughs> I'm sure that these were all union members. <laughs> they all had their SAG cards. I think she's actually the only one out of the four kids that went on to act more. I, but I think she was only in like two other things. But Donald Holden, the kid that played George, he's never done a movie. After this, uh, the kid, Curtis Cotton the third, who played Buddy, he never did any movies after this. And I don't think the kid that played Vernon did anything. Oh no, he did some stuff. Yeah, and the couple of things. The girl was in Eastbound and Down. She was in one episode yeah, of Eastbound I'm and Down. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Was she in Eastbound and Down? She was in episode 15. She played. I don't know. It doesn't say who she played. Actually, I think that it's interesting to have a director like David Gordon Green who. Go on to do what he did? Yes. Yeah, we talked about this last week, but I thought it would be interesting to give you this movie, Ryan, because you love Eastbound and Down, and I I think you you like Pineapple Express a lot too, right? Yeah. Yeah, like this, is, said, this is where it started. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't an awful movie. It just wasn't exciting enough for me. Maybe... Well, I- for other people, would it's different. It just seemed to me like nothing happened ever until the kid died. And I realized they were setting up the story, but I don't know. It's not, not well, exciting. Well, I think with this movie, it's not... I think this movie has really nothing to do with plot whatsoever. I think it's more about feelings, you know, feelings of regret and, you know, yeah, it's like dealing, a, dealing with accidents or bad decision making and stuff like that. It's a I don't think there's really a, I don't think there's really a, like a, a hardcore plot to this movie. No. And, and I think that it's also just a, almost like a character study of the difficulties growing up in a poor town in the South and, they all pretty much have difficult family lives and you know george has that weird disease yes where his was it his skull doesn't never really hardened right yeah he's like yeah. like his soft spot is like still there and if he gets in the water it swells and he uh so he can't like bathe and stuff he has to take dry baths <laughs> Like I said, it was too heartwarming for me. Too heartwarming Man, for I, you. I'm <laughs> like, have f***ing time for heartwarming. I won't complain of the effort, but I just I myself was not in that. Well, I, I, I think I, I can say, even though this movie is a 10 out of 10, and I even think for you, Adam, that this movie is probably close to a 10 out of a 10 for it you. It is 10. It is a 10 okay. out of 10. Yeah, but I I mean honestly I can say that this movie is not for everyone. No, absolutely not. I don't I, 
This movie, this kind of movie, is something that I really enjoy. That's why I'm so excited to see Beasts of the Southern Wild, because this it looks like a similar concept to this movie. Uh, a little a little more whimsical, I would say. Well, maybe. I mean, it, that's what the trailer looks like, but I think that there's going to be some seri- a lot of serious moments in that movie. Yeah, yeah. But I think it, it's just, you know, it's going to have like a whimsical streak throughout. I think that it'll be. it looks like with the trailer. I think it'll be more heartwarming than George Washington. Really, George Washington, as far as being heartwarming, it's really only till the end that you actually feel good. The rest of the movie is pretty grim. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Heartwarming, maybe not the word. I think the end is. I can't think of what the word is. It's just, I don't know. It's a different. Genre. It's not like action or comedy or. It's a talkie. I mean, there's. It's a dialogue driven movie. There's not a lot of action, which is probably something that you're used to. Mm. It's just entirely based on the environment that they're in and the development of their characters. I mean, these are all kids that are coming into adulthood and the troubles that they're dealing with. This is the beginning of Mumblecore. <laughs> Are you not a fan of Mumblecore, Ryan? I thought that would be right up your out. Mumblecore. Is. Well, I hope he's uh, <laughs> a little bit of foreshadowing. Here's a little teaser for next week. <laughs> there might oh. be some more Mumblecore on the horizon. <laughs> yes. I'm hoping. I'm trying to think of what's coming out. I'm thinking like maybe he's getting the puffy chair. No, but oh. no, but don't. Don't guess anymore, because you, you, okay, cause you will guess it. I'm pretty close. <laughs> yeah. I know what's going on. Yes. Yeah, the, I just I love this movie so much. It, it's a movie I can watch over and over. I just I yeah, love I it. Could, and I, I cannot watch it. And I, well, I knew you were going to hate it, and that's why I gave it to you, because <laughs> I, this was the first one where I, I knew that both Kevin and I really loved this movie, and I just knew that you would not like it. And the only reason that you would give it any kind of pass is because you you saw that it was Criterion, and so you knew that there that people must have been talking about this movie. Yeah, I was worried about that because well, I, I, I know that you look these movies up while you're watching them. No, so I, I was afraid you don't. No. I thought you did. No. Are you waiting until no. afterwards? Yeah, I don't know the title of anything or anything about until mm. after I watch it. Well, I figured I figured when you start the movie and it says the title of the film that you automatically go to your computer and look it up. No. You adhere to the honor system. Wow. We appreciate that. It makes it better. Also on all the Criterion DVDs, um, on the actual movie itself, before the movie starts, it says Criterion. So... He knew that it was going to be Criterion because they have their little logo thing at the so beginning. You are familiar with Criterion? I don't yes. I said you. How do you not? That was a pretty simple question. <laughs> I said, are you familiar with the Criterion collection? Like, do I know what it is? Yes, that's yes, what familiar I, means. I just asked. And I'm like five minutes ago. <laughs> no, I meant, did you know 
what like when the movie started and it said the Criterion Collection, did you go, oh, it's a Criterion movie, or did you have no idea what that meant? No, I knew, I knew. You've probably, you've, I bet you've seen some other Criterions, like you saw Chasing Amy and The Rock. Yeah, didn't Armageddon get a Criterion too? Yes, it did. I wonder how much they regret this decision. I think I have a shitload of DVDs that are crept in. Jurassic Park? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're just naming movies now. (laughs) What is the law? What? Hmm? I feel like I have a Jurassic Park one in Criterion. No. It might be something else, but not Criterion. Unless unless they put it out on Laserdisc. Do you have... Do you have Criterion Collection yes. Laserdisc? I have huge f***ing Because it should be. That's that's how they started out. That's how they first started was Laserdisc. I did. You know, aside from all that, I like the point in the movie where I was like, oh shit, I understand. But I also feel like that couldn't happen again. Because I already know what's gonna happen, so I can't be surprised again. Okay, I, I'm completely lost. Yeah, did you understand any of that? You like the you like the part in the movie, like so when you had the revel well, when, when you I, had a little revelation about what the movie was about. That's what you liked. Yeah. Like you enjoyed because I felt proud of myself because it's like oh. This isn't just an hour and a half waste of time. I understand a little bit what's happening now. Oh, I wish but I was there to I pat you on the back. I can't. I wish I was there to head. see the revelation, <laughs> to see if I could actually like if you if you physically changed, like if your if your face lit up or something when you figured it out. I mean, it is a deep movie though. But I can't relive that. So that kills. One of the things of me watching this movie over and over, like you said, you could. Yeah, I mean, I've seen this movie probably six times, seven times, maybe. And I just, every time I watch it, I love it. But any final thoughts before we give you your drum roll? No. Don't don't judge me. I'm not going to judge you. No. I knew we... Look, this movie is definitely not for everybody. My girlfriend didn't like it that much. She thought it was okay, but she didn't think it was anything special. I'm just worried that this isn't going to get like a higher rating than like Alien Opponent or something. <laughs> it's because mm-hmm. I'm. I will come to your house tomorrow and slap your face. What did you give George Washington? <laughs> Seven out of ten. That's a uh, record. That's your highest. That is, that's your highest that rated the, one. Oh my god! We finally <laughs> beat a Serbian film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I know, I know it took that twenty films. I knew that this is what took twenty. Because all the movies you guys give me suck for the most part. That's the whole point of the uh, me well, watching. Not, <clears throat> well, I think I think we're gonna start changing that a little bit. 
Yeah. Because I want I want you to really, because I have an idea for a movie that I need to talk to Adam about, but it, the time might have passed for it, but we'll see. It'll come around again. But what were you going to say before you, before I made the comment about a Serbian film? Because it was, it almost sounded like you were going to say that you didn't want to look bad, so you gave it a seven. No, I... And what, like, I knew this movie wasn't for me personally, but I also knew that it wasn't a pile of shit like all the other movies that I watch. Okay, that's good enough for me. Yeah. As long as Brian doesn't call it a pile of shit and he actually respects <laughs> it, that's good enough for me. That's going to be your tagline. It wasn't a pile of that. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's you gotta no that that's a spoiler. Yeah, that's true. Alright, well I think that does it for another show. For all the latest film news and reviews, visit filmpulse.net and we want to hear your feedback. Let us know what you want us to make Ryan watch next. Send us an email at feedback at filmpulse.net or call our voicemail line at 850-391-6071 also, please take a minute to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For FilmPulse.net, my name is Adam. Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. And we will see you next Sunday. See you later, Ryan. See you later. There it was.